Hey guys, this is Matt Cross, and you are listening to the City Wrestling Radio Podcast. It can't be both radio and a podcast, but with you, yes it can. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is Smack It, our weekly Smackdown Live recap and review show. Uh, uh, big old blue, I'm I your, like to call it. The big the big blue show. I mean, we should just change the name to The Big Blue. I mean, big red, white, and blue. It is July 4th. It is July 4th. Happy. Or, I mean, if you're listening in the States, you might be celebrating July 4th. Maybe you're not this year, you know? Yeah. There is there's quite the controversy, you know, with... It's, I mean, it's just... Poli- it's just politics in general. Yeah, it's just... This is the whole polarizing spectrum of that is America. Like, is it really worth celebrating this country right yeah. now? And if you're not celebrating July 4th or you're in another country, I hope you're just having a good day. Just generally, you know, just, if you're waking up listening to us on your drive to work, whether you're in Germany. It's a France, real long ass drive. If, yeah, I don't know where you're going, but hey, listen, I'm, we're there with you. Have a I'm good not day. much of a podcast listener if I'm ever like on a commute or something. Mm-hmm. I'd, pro- I'd actually rather just listen to music. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Yeah, I only listen to podcasts. I have to like pay attention to the podcast. Yeah. So like, especially if I'm going to the gym, mm. I don't want to be sitting there like thinking about U.S. history. Like, I want to get, I want to get amped. Yeah. I need some, um, some Slayer playing or some Metallica. Or I, I would usually listen to a podcast if I'm like playing a game that, like, a video game that doesn't actually require my attention in terms of like storylines or something like that. Well, like Marvel versus Capcom too. No, more like, a, like. A, it's just a game like Diablo or any loot shooter like Destiny where you can just listen to a podcast and don't have to like... Dude, you need to hear that gold pop out of those chest in Diablo. Like, ching, ching. I don't have... I mean, yeah, you yeah. can hear it like once, but then after like a hundred times, like, no, I'd rather listen to City Wrestling Radio. Smack It Review, July 4th, 2018. Who are you, sir? I'm your host, Corey Smith, in the Diamond Studio with me. And who are you? I'm Michael Vergara. Hey, how are you? Nice We're in media you. res, as they say it. Media res, what's it's that? It's like a cold open where Ooh. you kind of just like, where you kind of start like in from it, where you start in a way that normally stuff don't start. Like there's no introductions. Oh, I like it. Yeah. It's uh see, I learn something new every Playing day. Four dimensional chess right now in the podcast game. But guys, if you want to play four dimensional chess, find us at our home, soundcloud.com, soundcloud.com slash city wrestling radio. Also find us at our other fine podcast delivery options such as iTunes, Google, Stitcher, CastBox, and so many, many more. If you want to follow us on social media, we are at Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at CWR415. That's at CWR415. And like we said before, this is our SmackDown Live recap and review show. So, Michael, what do you think of the show overall? Oh, I mean, I think we should just go through it. Did, did you I mean, like, overall, like... Oh, um, I don't know. Like, since this is, like, another build-up towards... It just kind of felt like a build-up towards a build-up. Just mm-hmm. same thing with the money in the bank. Like, we just got... It, it just screamed, like, oh, we just got to get through this. We got to get through this for SummerSlam and see what, the, what our big matches are. Like, nothing feels big. It just feels transitional. Yeah, the... I mean, there's going to be... I think there's going to be some fun matches at Extreme Rules. Yeah, but then they're just matches. Like, there's no... There's no storytelling. I mean, there's no story build, as you yeah. might say. Like, there's nothing... They're ju- they're just happening. Like Rusev and AJ is just kind of happening. Like nobody, wanna... like no one has any like, no one cares about that match. I mean, as much as I, as much as we all love Rusev Day and everything, the writing is sort of on the Come wall. On. The writing is sort of on the wall of what kind of feud this is, which is just a filler feud for AJ until whatever he got going on in SummerSlam. Oh, which I am curious about. Yeah, I'm pretty curious. Randy Orton. Oh Jesus! He'll I mean, back. hey, you know the. Uh, AJ's that kind of worker, and Randy Orton's that kind of worker. They might, 
They might step it up, maybe. Uh, you know what? I have zero. I have zero confidence that they might step it up. Yeah, SmackDown Live's been doing pretty good. This show felt. I mean, I th- I thought the f- show felt good, a lot better. It's always better than Raw. You know what I mean? And it's not because mm, it's I mean, two hours. It's not because it's two hours. It's more so because it's they focus on story. They focus on matches. It's a less than, disjointed. I'll say that. Yeah. And if you notice, like, because I kind of try to break down the segments. Um, write. I just write a number next to them. And on Raw, you had like close to twenty three segments, yeah. And SmackDown, we get fourteen. And I know it's only it has an hour less, but still, it was longer matches, things that actually felt like they mattered, and they actually focused on Ang- the matches. Angles kind of dragged a little bit less, and I would att- attribute that for the fact that it's three hours. Like you got those horrible, horrible uh, Doctor Shelby skits. You got that Bobby Lashley just throughout the show, him just saying Roman Reigns, you ain't shit. Like it was, yeah. Which, I mean, I didn't listen to Raw review. I'm sorry, but no, I, um, I just don't know. What'd you think of Raw last night? I just don't see how. What'd you think of Raw last ba- night? It, eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it 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 wasn't it wasn't like it, I was waiting for it to be get over with. Mm-hmm. Exactly, um, and I kind of felt the same way with this SmackDown. Really, and just WWE as a whole in general because it's it doesn't it's not necessarily generating many much excitement for me as of this moment, uh-huh. especially with the opening segment. Yeah, this was a little uh, this was a little perturbing. Um, the opening segment with Kane and Daniel Bryan, Team Hell No, making their return, getting interviewed by one Renee Young, Renee Paquette, Paquette Young, yes, um, Ambrose, Moxley, good, yeah. <laughs> she just goes with Moxley. She's not coming, Renee Moxley. That's funny. Like Dean Ambrose's real name is Good. I was like, I was is like, it really? It's, it's his name is Jonathan Good, Renee Good. Is Renee her first name, really? Or? No, it's. I mean, it's, I would assume it's Renee Paquette Good, but whatever. Uh, Daniel Bryan, Team Hell No. Do you did you take notes on whatever the hell they said? Because I I didn't. Yeah, no, definitely. It was uh, Dan, uh, Daniel Bryan and Kane came down, and uh, Daniel or Kane just said, you know, I. They asked why did he come back? Why now? You know, it's simply because you know a couple weeks ago when he got into it with the Bludgeon Brothers, he knew Daniel had a fire within within him then he wouldn't be able to let that go, but he wouldn't also not be able to handle it on his own. So Kane knew he had to come back and that Daniel Bryan always has a demon watching over him. And um, Daniel Bryan kind of sits there and says, wait, always? It's kind of that when you say that line, it's I feel like there's like a double entendre with that because there's a, there's a demon always watching over him because Daniel Bryan just can't seem to get rid of that stench of Kane. Like yeah. as his like rival, I know there's that history with Team Hell No and everything. Well, but. yeah, no. Then they 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 refer back to it, and yeah. you know Daniel Bryan goes on to say like, you know, you didn't have my back when you tombstone me, um, you know, three times outside the ring, once off the stairs, once to the table. It's just Daniel Bryan just just calling out the whole like, why are we doing this? Like, why are we why are we reuniting? Why are you why are you so nice to me all of a sudden? I, I love why, I why, love why? how Kane just goes. <laughs> I like competition. What can I say? I like competition. Oh <laughs> he says wasn't even a competition. Wasn't even a match. I'll He's say th- this. I'll I'll say this as a positive for Kane. I like him better as a guy who just hap- a regular dude who happens to dress up like what Kane, like a demon, like a demon, or he's and he's just some he's just kind of just this regular straight guy in like yeah, straight guy know, comedy thing. Yeah, to Daniel Bryan's whatever he is, he's like, hey, this is my buddy, and I'm a demon. He doesn't yeah. even talk that tough. He's just like a regular, like yeah, hey, no, I'm a demon. I'm, like I'm he doesn't Kane. even have an accent. He's just like, hey, I y'all, mean, I'm Kane. Oh come on. 
stop undermining my my opinions on one Glenn Jacobs, mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. No, or, candidate for mayor. I thought he was mayor. No, yeah, yeah, but yeah, you have Daniel Bryan having these. I'll, I'll say that, like Daniel Bryan, he is a very funny guy. You see him in Talking Smack. You see him without a script, and in, and especially in interviews, he's mm-hmm. he's a very like down to earth, funny guy. Yeah. You script him. His time, like you script Daniel Bryan, and you have him say these specific lines that WWE writers would would tell him to. His timing is just out of the window, and even on, like he's just know. not. He has, it's very rehearsed. It's very wooden, and it's just very, the very much the antithesis of what I love about Daniel Bryan on the mic in the first place. And it just, I just sort of feel like he's digressing. Like he's sort of just digressing to this point, and I feel like Daniel Bryan has outgrown Team Hell No. Like I want Daniel Bryan something new, not something not like some nostalgia act. Like this is something I would want him to do after like yeah. anything major. Like after he wins a title and loses that title, after like this, like a post mess WrestleMania kind of thing. Like a hey post man, slow build, slow build, a slow build to what? A match against Kane? Yeah, they're gonna put the they're gonna put the titles on him for a minute. Oh Jesus! You know, and then gonna... that's what he's and then that's what Daniel Bryan's about to do for the next. And that's and the fact if they're doing this long term, I just feel like this is such a waste for Daniel Bryan. No, no, no. I don't think it's long term. I think it'll be for a couple months. They'll probably lose him at SummerSlam, and then you know. Maybe... Okay, yeah, he he loses on a stage like SummerSlam. That's what we want out of that. Yeah, why? Not? It's Daniel Bryan. He could take a loss. You think his momentum will be held back if he takes a loss? I think his momentum is being held back right now, as of, as as of right as, as we speak. I just, Dan, like I said before, Daniel Bryan's a team player. He knows that you know everyone is going to play every single part. He's been to the very top. He's been on the very bottom. You know? He's very he's very much a team player. Like well versed no, person. He, he's very much a team player, but he's also like super vocal on like what works and what doesn't work. Well, yeah. Like did you did you listen to that Gorilla Position interview? Oh, when he was talking about the Miz. Uh, yeah, yeah, and so saying I'm, like it's a gr- that's a great idea for me for me and the Miz to wrestle at WrestleMania 35. Or, but yeah. I have no. Tr- do you trust WWE to tell a story? To tell a long term story between now and WrestleMania? to 35 like that's and he just laughed yeah and that exact that's exactly that is exactly what i it is very much what i think daniel bryan sees in the way that he is written if that makes any sense i uh, yeah i i i'm he's probably not i wouldn't say he's not happy with it i mean i can't sit there and say uh, and oh speak. no like, like that gorilla I, position interview he is super he knows he knows what's good and what's not good, but he's just super grateful that he's there in the first that he's there in yeah, the first exactly. place. Exactly. So I think he's just like, eh, it and is he'll what just it take is. anything. And I choose, and I sort of, sort of, generally believe that is to, like that is to his detriment. Like he will just, it's. I think about it this way. Like you look at Kurt Angle's uh, Kurt Angle's Hall of Fame speech. Right. A very, very good percent cha- uh, percentage of that speech was dedicated to him wearing a very small cowboy hat. Not Kurt Angle, like, of, like, you know, who dedicated his entire career of being just this really awesome wrestler. Right. It's just, no, we're defining his career at WWE is defined by the fact and that he's I'm wearing And I'm a sexy this, Kurt. And, yeah, I'm a sexy Kurt, which was just, like, one was when you think about it, like, with the big picture of things, but one it, segment in a WrestleMania build against Shawn Michaels. Right. And right, that's right. what I think they, that's how I... That's what I don't want to happen to Daniel Bryan. Well, Daniel Bryan will just be boiled down to the Yes Movement when they occupied Raw. Oh, and he had a terrible shirt too. Well, the, that, the yes that Yes is, is back, back shirt horrible. is horrible because horrible. the scaling of the torso and the leg—it's like he has no stomach. Yeah, it's really bad. And um, 
Yeah, I mean, I just I, I I think Daniel Bryan is like you said is grateful for where he is right now. His contract ends in September. I think, I think he'll try- sign. I think they're oh no, he'll definitely sign. Yeah. But I think he's uh, they're going to give him something like this to kind of say here you go. You know, enjoy this. I mean, who knows? He he maybe he won't sign. Maybe he'll take a chance. Honestly, he might go. You look at Chris Jericho. You look at that guy who completely values himself as a worker. Like he's, you know, well, what if he wants a Chris Jericho, Jericho could have easily ju- Jericho could have easily just played like fourth fiddle in WrestleMania, but he was pretty much the main event in Wrestle Kingdom in Japan. Right, right, yeah. Like Daniel Bryan has got to be thinking about at least that. Amen. I'm not saying he should do it. With Triple but, H being more open to cross promotional, you'll never know what could happen. Oh, and what like in the British, like in the British wrestling? No, scene? I mean he he. They refer back a couple weeks ago when they were just talking. About, there was just someone was talking about working with New Japan, and he said he's always open to working with every promotion. I just want I I, I, I just want new things for Daniel Bryan. I I definitely oh, no, this I, is I definitely just not a good a good. It's not direction ideal. For it's him. not ideal. Uh, no, um, but you know it is what it is. Um, I. It is really I, I hate how they're trying to just go back to the yes no yes no thing that they it was do. all the same stuff. It was very derivative of what they did. I know and it was very because, forced. Yes, completely yeah. forced. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I would like to see Daniel Bryan something else. I'll, I'll agree. you know what, Michael, you you'll agree to one. you'll agree to that. Do you I'll want him to do anything but right, what he's doing right now? I agree. Not anything. What do you want him to feud with Zack Ryder? It's different. It'll be different. Mojo Raleigh. It'll be different. Big Cass. If any, hey, you know what? I a Mojo Raleigh. I mean, he had a he had a pretty decent match against Seth Rollins. Right. I wouldn't mind him feuding with Daniel Bryan. Just anything but anything but hell no. Anything but Kane. Hell no to hell no. Yes. Uh, but out come the Usos to uh, kind of interrupt their the team hell no segment, um, saying you know first off saying well, what's up Daniel Bryan. Um, and then, you know, and their best Hayward, uh, Hayward bus boys. Yeah. Like what's up, Oose? accent they can think of, um, even though they were raised in Arizona. Hey man, I think they were probably born and probably raised a couple weeks in Hayward, you know? Yeah. And then we're allowed. To yeah. That's, out. that's all, that's all you really need. Really? Yeah. Um, they come out saying, you know, like, you know, we respect team hell no, but do they deserve title shots? Hell no. You know, um, <laughs> I bet they were real proud about uh, proud of that. Uh, the funniest Line. part of this was when uh, you know they said Paige, Paige over here giving out title shots because everyone giving out hugs. Come here, Oops, give me a hug, and they, and they give each other a hug. Not just once. Oh, not just twice. Four times. Not just three times. That's four, four title times. shots. That's four title shots. And Daniel Bryan says that's not how it works. It's not how it works. And you know, Daniel Bryan would know. He is former general manager of SmackDown Live. So but then speaking of general manager of SmackDown Live, Paige. Paige here. Paige here. Out comes Paige uh, to make the main event for the evening, Team Hell No versus the Usos. And if the yep. Usos win, and if the Usos win, they get a, they also get added into the Smack Team Tag Team Championships the Sma- of, oh. of Extreme Rules okay, against the Bludgeon to, Brothers. It'll be a triple you. threat. That's funny. Yeah. It's a it's a minor flub. Smack just, team, you know, but she knows hey, she's like. Sometimes. You know what? Like I I don't blame her That's with the amount of verbiage that goes on within the branding of WWE, where you have to say these very specific words in a very specific way in a very specific manner. Like it's it's tough, and especially on live TV. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought it, we just thought I just thought it was funny. Yeah, it was a flub. Um, and speaking of saying very specific words in a very specific manner specifically specifically jeff hardy 
saying a bunch of stuff. I don't even know what he was saying. Okay, so Paige, Paige announces Usos. He all hell no for the main event. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, speaking of, sorry to interject there. That's all right. I feel like I, we had we need to establish like a like this is what happens was, and then this is what happens. I know. I just felt like that was a good segue though. Um, it's all right. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll work on it together. Okay. We'll, staff we meeting build, right now. Build and grow. You know. Let's build, have a staff meeting right now. Build. You know, newer and better and onwards and upwards we go. But onwards. like you said, Jeff Hardy saying a whole bunch of random stuff that I just cerebral cortexes. We need. We need to like play by play this. Like I'm thinking about just whipping out like a no like a, a notepad. No, just a notepad like and just play back whatever the hell he says and we just say it. we just it's like an English assignment, you know? Like yeah. you ever read Shakespeare in high school where you had to like you were designated these specific lines and yeah. then you had to interpret it? Let's just do that for every no, episode. I, I, I've heard of assignments like that. Yes. But you're going to annotate and everything. Um, Listeners, uh if we write have any theater report. majors out there. Yeah. Just write a report on every single Jeff Hardy monologue. But he pretty much just said the open challenge is open. Yeah. He kind of, well, first he started talking about the American, or the bald eagle oh, and God. how it's cerebral cortex was the trained, you know, hunter. And this title right here is a, is a, is a symbol of the bald eagle and America and the symbol of freedom. He did have really cool face paint. Really awesome last night. The red, white, and blue. It looked like super 70s. Except for when Tom Phillips just called out. Or he was either Corey Graves it was or Tom Corey Phillips. Graves. Where he just calls out that it looks like the Union Jack rather than the United States yeah. flag, which I thought was funny. And then uh, Tom Phillips just said, well, it's red, white, and blue. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but it looked really cool nonetheless. Yeah. You know, Union Jack, Old Glory, whatever flag you raise. Red, white, and blue. Uh, Star-spangled banner. I just realized, like, yesterday that that's the nickname of the flag. I thought it was Old Glory. Star Spangled Banner, like it's oh. a banner. Like, I thought that was just a song. Yeah, I thought it was, too. It was like, but then um, my dumbass just started to think about it for one second. You're I'm like, like oh, oh, wait, yeah, it, it is, is a banner. It is a banner. There's it, stars in it. It is it, very much spangled. It is spangled. Makes sense. Yep. <sighs> America, right? This is America. Ain't, ain't she great? I say that eh. very, yeah, exactly. Could be worse. Uh, next up, we have Oscar uh, backstage, <clears throat> just basically saying no, nobody's ready for Oscar. Like back to back weirdo promos. Uh, when you think about it, like a oh, clo- and a, Jeff a Hardy close and up Oscar. Of, it's like a close up of Jeff Hardy saying a promo Cerebral and being all enig- and enigmatic, and then you get another close up of Oscar screaming at you. Yes, right. saying calling James Ellsworth a sexist pig. She did not say that. Yeah, she did. Did she? She said sexist pig. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Yeah. I'll be honest. There's a point where I I just, I didn't understand. You what didn't she pay said. attention. It's fine. No, I paid attention. I just didn't hear what she said. I'll like I'm not. I don't. I don't want to be rude and be like I didn't. I didn't understand what she was saying. Oh no. I no, just, no, no. I, I didn't. Th- I didn't think of it that way. There was a point where I just was like, it's very easy to zone out with these shows. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah, she. Uh, but he she, is. And she's gonna. Voice character yeah, is. Yeah, and she says Ellsworth is not ready for Asuka. Yeah, he says men, women, they will all face the pain. Yeah. Um. I'm. I'm. I guess they they were just giving Oscar an opportunity to have a promo, like that's more than five seconds long, and I just. I think they were trying to do it and not in front of the fan. I just feel like they're forcing her to forcing her like this hand where you can do so much. You could do so much more with Oscar rather than giving her a long, longer than usual promos. Like, I think that's what's, 
I think that's what WWE expects out of you in terms of if they want to give you the title or put you on top right. or not, or at least that's how Vince operates. And I just think like that's so that's so close minded. I feel like you can definitely work around like Oscar without giving her these very long promos. Like give her subtitles, give her vignettes. Have instead of her talking, have the commentators explain who she is. She's very expressive facially like she can like she can convey her character without even speaking by like um just by being herself and being charismatic i always and you know jose and i were saying just have her speak japanese man yeah and And then you could have Corey graves saying oh this is you know she's saying that like he can translate kind of in a sense for the fans and it's just there and there's plenty Mm -hmm. of like there's plenty of like foreign stars who don't speak english and yet still captivate like people on a worldwide basis like you look at you look at cristiano ronaldo you look at lino messi you have these athletes who don't speak a word of english well cristiano yeah. ronaldo doesn't speak english but but like, you are referring to like soccer which is a very like world renowned like very open sport where everybody plays they have a competition but it's also but then no no but then it's it's not just about soccer it's about promoting a brand of per like brand or person as if they're stars and if you want oscar as their star you focus on their positives hey rather man, than forcing forcing this system onto her hey man she's in title she's been how many how many title shots has she had she's like the roman reigns she's being forced down earth i'm kidding oh my god i'm kidding, I'm kidding. i know you are it's just like um, i was just wondering where you were going with this but you you understand what i'm saying with yeah this no I, I get what deal? you mean she should be she should be elevated a little bit more. I mean, NXT. I mean, at least NXT did good well with her. You know, her undefeated streak. Yeah, but then, but then that's also an undefeated streak. Saying, oh, they were better in NXT. They were better, like they uh-huh. did stuff in NXT, and they're doing they're doing dog shit to them in the main but roster. But that's everybody that came from NXT yeah. too. So it's like it's not like we say this all the. I was just saying we say this all the yeah, time. Yeah, it's like a tattoo. I was saying about getting it on my 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 lower back. <laughs> it was better in NXT. <laughs> Lower no, back. It, it's like it was better, and then you just have it was better in dot dot dot, and you have the NXT logo. I was thinking again NXT logo like on like kind of on the cheeks where the you know. I'm telling you, you just get the, the X where the hole would be. You just get the winged eagle title on your stomach. Ooh, that'd be yeah. a, that'd be a really stretched out title. Mm-hmm. Have a big old belly. I wonder, like, if you never mind. Well, what's what else happened? Uh, next up, we have the U.S. Open Challenge. Uh, Jeff Hardy defending his title again. Quite on the set. Quiet on the set, Corey. Quiet on the set. The Miz. Quiet on the set. Awesome. He came. He came to play. Uh, and he came to take to the U.S. title from Jeff Hardy. Well, I, a, I actually thought he would for a second. This is a. This was a long match. Ah. Two commercial breaks. Oh God! Please no, we're good. We're good. Okay. Sorry. I clicked on. Quite a scare there. I did not want my Oscar rant to be on. We don't. We don't have the best uh, setup here. So you know, once I hit one button. Everything blows up, mm-hmm. fans. Just but uh, yeah, Ms. Jeff Hardy. It was it was it was okay. It was it was okay. a television match. Yeah, you know, two yeah. WWE ass guys who could have a really a good match on pay per view. You know, if they were on a pay per view, they'd probably there's a ceiling. I in my opinion, I feel like there's a ceiling when it comes to Jeff Hardy and the Miz. Like you got Jeff Hardy, his body's breaking down. You have Miz. He's not a very athletic person, but then he doesn't really need to be. Yeah, no, not really. I no, mean, because his character is, yeah. you know, he's a guy. He's a heel who does he takes advantage things. of opportunities. You know, he's definite heel, total heel, like you said. I know. I man, I'm just getting super sick of that that trope, though. Just a cowardly oh. heel. When are we getting like? I think it's like. Do you ever think we'll ever get like a heel where he's he or she is also very just athletic? I'm sure there's plenty. Yeah, like CM Punk isn't Shana very Baszler. athletic at all. Yes, Shenny Baszler. 
Tommaso Ciampa. Technically Brock Lesnar. Oh, yeah. But but then he wrestles a very specific style that doesn't necessarily suplex, warrant that. Suplex, 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 F5. Yeah. Um, it's a good song. You ever heard it? Suplex, suplex, that's an actual suplex, song? suplex, F5. Yeah, it's on okay. soundcloud.com slash city wrestling right now. It's not. Okay. Maybe I should record it. I do have this diamond, nice diamond studio to record in. So, weren't we gonna, were we gonna do like those theme songs? We just talk over the theme songs. And do yeah, that? but then you were just trying to do. Mu- you busy. were doing a multi-track you test know, anyway. Where I did. You smell what the Corey is cooking. Mm-hmm. Brum, brum, brum. We'll get there. We'll get there one day. Uh, yeah, but back to the match. Uh, you know, Corey Graves first off. Oh won't man, give up. we totally diverted yeah. off the match. Uh, Corey Graves won't give up on the rough, rough, rough thing. Yeah, and then they just straight up just said, oh, that movie's not being made. They're like, it's not being made. Let yeah. it go. It's not a thing. Ref, ref, ref. They referenced LeBron James going to Hollywood saying, LeBron James is following The Miz to Los Angeles. Their yeah. daughters are going to the same you school. Know, Mel- the Melrose Mizanin. Uh, uh, what's her name? Melrose? <laughs> Melrose? Is it Mel- I don't know. Isn't it? Like I don't think Melody so. Rose or something like that? Mm. Um, yeah, then Jeff Hardy took that nasty spill off after. Like doing a ringside tackle thing, or you know, yeah, he was like pushed to the barricade. Yeah, it looked really bad. Um, Then eventually, Miz apparently like Jeff Hardy's working with. He's working injured too. Yeah, and I heard he wasn't supposed to be doing the twist or not the twist phase, but the swanton. He's like he's instructed not to take those. Well, not instructed, but apparently it hurts his back every time he does. Gee, I how how tall is the ring? How tall is like how tall is the three ropes? Uh, I think. Would you say like eight? No, five feet. Yeah, you toss yourself. You toss yourself five feet in the air and landing back first into an, another human being. Yeah. You're telling How me many it times for twenty plus years. Yeah, you're telling me that doesn't hurt his back in the long run. No, no, not at all. You just got to take a little. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, drugs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just take some of that and uh, you'll be fine. I was watching Glow, man. There's there's plenty of things you can do. I love that build of Corey. <laughs> Um, but you know, this, uh, Miz goes for the, well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Miz goes for the roll up with his feet on the ropes. Ref sees this, stops the count. Miz thinks he wins. Then Jeff Hardy twists the fate to the swanton bomb. Agonizing pain. Jeff Hardy, (laughs) apparently. (laughs) Again, hobbles his sorry broke ass into the ring. One, two, three. He He retains. No, he's, I mean, he's one hell of a, he's a, he's a legend. And, uh, they announced Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy for extreme rules. Yeah. Kind of surprising. You'd think. What was I think that they'll ma- just hold off Shinsuke Nakamura's injury for a little bit, but I guess you just they just what don't. What was have that match they had where it was like it was like a cage? Oh, the the, the dog from hell, yeah, dog Big boss man, kennel from hell, hell match with Jeff Hardy and uh, and Shinsuke, and apparently like one of the dogs peed uh, into the peed on the outside of the ring. Do you think the specific dog? And we'll get the specific dog that bit Shinsuke in there. Oh my god! Yes, this is perfect. I'm booking the match. Book it, Vince. I mean, there was that Shinsuke Nakamura. Did you? When did the Shinsuke Nakamura promo happen? Later. Yeah. Well, then I got something to say as soon as we get there. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have James Ellsworth cutting the most sexist promo I've ever seen. Eh, he's a heel. Yeah, I know. It's it's his character. I'm not going to rip on him for what he was saying. It. Okay, look. It, I'm not going to rip dumb. on him for what he's saying unless there was a bill uh, there was a payoff to this yes and apparently i think there will be there's still okay okay they're still just trying to build it up i think to make it to make it make a little bit more sense with the whole title picture yeah Uh, but uh he does say that you know men rule girls drool i'm I'm paraphrasing yeah and then pretty much no no he said carmella's money and 
uh, Ellsworth is exquisite. He and he does a pose, and then he does his wink. Oh, I hate that fucking. I ah, like the there wink. it is. I love the wink. I actually do like the wink. He does. Hey, he. What? Okay, Ellsworth. Talk about a guy who just you know takes it all the way. You know. Yeah. And I feel like the fact that the fact that he do, he's known for taking it all the way got is the reason why he got back. And did you hear where he'll be wrestling in a couple months? Uh, APW. Yep. I'm just I'm just versus you know. Joey Ryan. Great. So we'll get the sexist James Ellsworth versus the King of Dong style at APW. Maybe still with WWE at the time. I don't know. Maybe is yeah. His indie dates booked for yeah. like in a couple months. That's that, he has indie dates. Are he's had indie dates these past couple days, and they're just letting him work yep. those dates. Yep. Okay. I, I mean, yeah. The WWE is kind of known for that. He's got the Chris Jericho con. He he's got the Chris Jericho deal, man. Yeah, man. The paid per. Daniel Bryan, think about this. Yeah, Daniel. Wait. How does he goes? I get Chris Jericho getting it, but huh? I mean, it's it's mostly because they know like they we don't want to keep the title on Mella. They don't have grand plans for James. I mean, of course, they don't really have grand plans for James Ellsworth, so they'll just let no, him. No, they'll just let him. You know, take as much dates and work. He's a very hard worker. He did beat AJ Styles. <laughs> how many ti- How many WWE title matches did he get? Like three. Did he really have three? I think because like it was just due to fuckery, right? Yeah, like they no, just had to keep on restarting yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So technically, he had like three. It wasn't even WWE <clears throat> title when he beat AJ Styles. I thought he was just like no, no, but it was non title. But it was non title. But then he had a match for him for the title, and he just won. And then yeah. and that's when AJ was just like, oh, that's when he took that nasty um, that Styles clash where um, he tucked his he uh, tucked his chin. Or he no, tried. No, to he, t- no, he no, he no, he didn't tuck his chin. He tucked his head because he, he there's no his chin. Mouth, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He was trying to tuck something, uh, but You're next not supposed to do that. That's Ellsworth. Like, I mean, you can AJ tuck. Styles. He once he always said like I've done that move for almost twenty years, and it is the easiest move to ever to take. The your the key thing about that move is you're not supposed to do anything. Yeah. You just take it, and if you and if just you <laughs> and if you tuck your and if you just tuck it tuck your chin in, tuck it and take it. That's that's on you. That's not on me. Tuck it and take it. Yeah. He did that to Rod. I think he did that to Roderick Strong back in ROH, where Roderick Strong tucked in his chin, and I think he was out for like a month. Oh man, not scary. Yeah, even for a move like a Styles Clash, where I I think is kind of overrated as a move. Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll we'll talk. It looks cool. Not really. There's too much setup. I I generally I'm just generally not a fan of moves that have too much. It was different than everything else in WWE when he first came in. You know what I mean? If you didn't watch, (laughs) yeah, and it got immediately and it got immediately buried as soon as they got kicked out of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyway, Uh, Ellsworth. Ellsworth. Boo. You suck as a sexist character. I mean, as you know, his character sucks. Yeah, as a heel character. Uh, Next up, we have the inaugural third of July pancake eating contest new day see you know this is what smackdown does they focus on what's going on in the ring i like that i mean it's a wrestling show of course they got to do they got to focus no, on what's going to happen to eating, the ring eating contest they're eating pancakes michael they they clock this at 5 minutes this eating contest like are we really going to get 5 minutes of this and they have the pancakes so basically what it was the new day comes out and there was a pancake eating contest between the three of them and it wasn't see, each pancake like red white yeah, and blue yeah one one stack was red one was white one was blue i think biggie had the red um xavier had the white would you eat blue pancakes yeah sure why not the red should have just been blueberry pancakes the red ones i was they kind of look like red velvet pancakes ooh that sounds good that sounds really good i was like i am down for that and then that. white could just be like frosted sugary 
thing. Pancakes. Ooh, yeah. I want pancakes. Yeah. I haven't had. Uh, I like waffles better than pancakes because, like, pancakes, like, absorb syrup, like, too fast, in my opinion. <laughs> like and that. So, I think, but then when you put pan- syrup on waffles, it's just. The so they, those little squares and those waffles just, you know, have a storage facility. Like, you will. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down for both. Waffles are better than pancakes. I, but I was never a breakfast person growing up. Really? Like, I was always like, when we go out to breakfast, like, I want a cheeseburger. Yeah, you never liked you never liked the breakfast menu. No, I understood that. I didn't really like sausage patties growing up. Ugh, no. I always thought they, they were don't. just. I still. You know what? No, I've I grown, like sausages now. Yeah, like, I've grown to like sausage patties, but then like when we went to McDonald's, just like I just didn't like the McMuffin. Like I want chicken nuggets. I want. I, I definitely feel what you're saying. Oh. Um, breakfast breakfast food is really good yeah. though. But pancakes, the new day. We're seeing who could eat the most. This is, like I said, the inaugural 3rd of July pancake eating I mean, it's contest. Big E, right? <laughs> yeah. It, it, no, I thought maybe, I thought Kofi would down the most, but. They said, uh, wasn't the the, um, the announcer, Byron Saxton, with a very, very gorgeous hat. Um, <laughs> with like his wooden, like. Uh, it was like a, it was like a, a wicker hat. hat. It was a wicker hat, yeah. It was a wicker hat, like it's like a Nathan's. It was actually, I think it was parodying the Nathan's eat, hot dog eating contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. That completely. I've seen over. guys like wear them at like yeah, like Kentucky Derbies. I think yeah. Joey Chestnut won today, by the way. Seventy four. He broke his record. Joey Chestnut, hey, hey. San Jose, own, hey. Is he really? Yeah, he's from San Jose. Cool. Joey Chestnut and Bay Lee. <laughs> yep, San Jose is very fine. Yeah, right, and uh, but um, the Sharks who let us but, down every fucking time they get to the finals. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. They no. Kofi Kingston. He was referred to as a Jamaican chicken wing eating contest and, winner. Oh, I like how they did that. They like they were like. Was well, like five time Intercontinental Champion, uh, this, this three time tag team champion, and one time Jamaican chicken wing eating. What, you're culinary. You're a, you're a culinary man. Yeah. Like, do you know what makes Jamaican chicken wings Jamaican chicken wings? I'm do sure. You, it's, I'm sure you, it's like Jamaican jerk. Like you know, you ever had jerk chicken? I've never heard of that. I've seen that uh, like all the so time. It's like, what it's what like, makes a chicken jerk chicken? It's like this really spicy. Just but insults like, you all the time. I've never, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, it's the first time I had. I never like spicy foods, and I had this. I was like, it's really good, but my mouth is on fire. Is it more thorough, spicy? Wait. Like you know how like there's some food where like there's some where it's only just spicy on the surface, and then once you get into the meat of it, it's a little. Less oh no, spicy. it's like, it's just like spicy on the surface. Yeah, but it's really good. Yeah, it's is like, it? It's like marinated chicken and cooked in like all these like mm. spices. Nice, like Jamaican dish. It's really good. Try okay. it out one day if you ever see it on a menu. Okay. Go to a Jamaican joint tonight. You know, that's what you do. Do we have Jamaican joints in San Francisco? I don't think so. I'm sure there is somewhere. We got an Ethiopian restaurant. I'm sure we, we got a Jamaican. We have an Ethiopian restaurant every block in San Francisco, man. Is it, is it really that common now? It's pretty common. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I know one to, place. I could probably go to any neighborhood, but that first neighborhood. I mean, the one. If you go to the Mission, there's like 20. Like the one on Irving is the one I know. Yeah. Of. But yeah, five. Um, but then we never know who's. Because lights cut out and five seconds in. It lights, yeah, not five minutes, but five seconds. Yeah, um, like because lights go out and all of a sudden, Sanity's music starts playing, um, waiting on Sanity to come down to the ring, and they attack from behind, take out the New Day, especially Killian Dane taking out Big E, um, throwing him over the table on the announcer's table through the ring or through the or into the chairs. I don't know what I'm saying over here. Uh, but you know, it's. I guess we'll get a sanity versus Eric Young. He took. He did an elbow drop, in the on the vertical side of that table. Yeah, and he messed up his back on one of those legs. 
of really? the table as it it looked like he he like he messed up real bad. I'm like, Eric Young, you have a main roster spot and you're gonna injure yourself doing a move that could have easily been prevented had you gone to another uh, another side to the ring. <sighs> how many more and you you don't you really never know how many bumps you're gonna take in this point of your career. Yeah. Eric Young. Eric but Young. Who who knows? He might be all right. Yeah. And that that uh sanity New Day match, that that'll be fun. That'll that sounds like a really good match. I think yeah, definitely. Like you know, give those guys give those guys like fifteen minutes. Um, I'm not uh, sure if it's going to be Extreme tag. Rules match or not. I mean, I think so at this point, right? Yeah, but then that that has a real opportunity to become like match of the night. Definitely, no, definitely, especially yeah. with the work New Day's done in the past. Oh, and yeah. Sanity's definitely got potential, especially Alexander Wolf, who you know used to be part of uh, was that group he was in Ring Ring Comp mm-hmm. Ring Comp yeah. Uh, with Walter and Timothy Thatcher, like in ring, like New Day has been doing the best work they've been doing in yeah. pretty much since the since its inception. Like Xavier Woods is pulling out all the stops. I can see him being a very big single star. Definitely Same with Big yeah. E. Xavier Woods, he's kind of at that point of his career where you kind of start thinking about you know greener pastures. But he, I mean, he hasn't lost a step out, step at all. And I know that Xavier Woods, he met, went on a point on Twitter. He said he. One of the one of his biggest goals in his wrestling career is to make sure Kofi Kingston becomes world champion. That's what's up. That's that that's that's a homie right there. Yeah, man. yeah. That's that's like that's like that's a real friendship right there because you know it's a. Exa- I would like to see Kofi as the world champion. Can you imagine how like the reaction that would be if like Xavier Woods like he, like he wins like a number one contender shot and then just gives it to Kofi. No, he just oh. wins it, and then he's uh, he's in the title picture. Can you imagine the? Oh, yeah, he'll, he could. I could see Xavier Woods being completely over if given the chance, but they apparently, I don't think they will. They should have taken that um, U.S. Open challenge. Yeah, I mean, but that's the U.S. Open challenge. That's that is yeah, it's a road. that is a theoretical ceiling a that road. Xavier Woods. I mean, not Xavier Woods. Uh, Kofi Kingston. Your has. ceiling is as high as you build it, and I just invented that. Just playing a lot of Fortnite. No, I don't. What is that? Whatever. Anyway. You don't know what Fortnite is? I've heard of it, but okay. uh, next up we have match of the evening: Oscar versus James Ellsworth. Uh, this one, yeah, that sucks. My only highlight of that match was the was air- airplane. No, was Oscar slapping the holy hell out of James Ellsworth? Oh, uh, yeah. Like she was, she was, she was channeling her inner Minoru Suzuki with that slap. How can she slap? Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. And then she does the airplane spin to him, and yeah. he pretty much just runs away. Yeah, he runs away. Carmella's on commentary, unfortunately. and But she left for like five seconds. Yeah, she was there for like five seconds. James Ellsworth runs away to the to the audience, and I'm like, if I'm Asuka, I would have just like stayed in the ring and just like... Like Braun. Well, no. Well, I, Braun on Monday night. That's yeah, what happened with takes, Kevin Owens. Yeah. He let Kevin Owens run, yeah. and then he said, all right, take the count out. All right, let's go. Yeah, and so like, but even then, like, just like, just you just you've proved your point. Like, okay, here's James Ellsworth, Ellsworth just having none of it, and like mm-hmm. him running away like a coward. And if I'm Oscar, I'm just be like, mm, I'm still here, I win. Yeah, he's the he's the one that look he's the one that sucks. But like an idiot, Oscar just runs after her double count out, doesn't even win the match. You have you cut a sexist promo, the payoff. She loses like she. It's a it's a double count. Yeah, she gets a hold of him once they reach the back to the ring, and then Carmella attacks Oscar. Because you got to protect Ellsworth, man. Hey, man, you got to protect he's, Ellsworth. He's he's delicate. You don't want to bury Ellsworth. Um, but at the same time, I th- what I think is going to happen is, oh man, what I 
what I've heard what might happen and what people were talking about, you know, all those podcasts I listen to. What I've heard on the podcast rumor mill is that a lot of people have been saying that maybe something with a two-on-one handicap match at Extreme Rules. For the title? For the title. Um, nothing with Ellsworth. Like, he can't win the title, but it would, if he wins, you know. Are you telling me and that that's that's is, how Oscar is this lose. the implication that they don't want to pin Carmella, they want to pin Ellsworth? They're willing to uh, they want to protect Carmella to a point where they got to put in know. Ellsworth for I, him to eat the pin uh, yeah. in order to win that title because that's fucking stupid. It's pretty dumb. Yeah, no, I'll, I agree. Uh, and you're here telling me that Carmella is good for this division? I never said she was good for the division. I said she's good at what she does. Not even that. Not even that. But it's it's neither here nor there. She was barely on this show, so whatever. Yeah. Um, we cut backstage to uh, Kane and Daniel Bryan. Um, Bryan wants demands an apology for it's everything. More more, com- more comedy stuff. But yeah, yeah. keep going. Could more uh, demands an apology from Kane for everything he's done for him. You know, he had a list of uh, a list of complaints. Uh, yeah. Basically, he said, "What was it like?" Like I don't remember the exact dates, but it was like one time you called my house with breathing into my phone for twenty minutes. Another time, you you showed up at my door with a decapitated squirrel. I don't uh, know. I really don't know what Vince sees in a Kane and Daniel Bryan feud. It's just it's just or like a Kane and Daniel Bryan partnership. Like I'll say this: like when Team Hell No, when that first happened, I I liked it because it, Daniel Bryan was not Daniel Bryan at that time. He was not the he was not the top face of that entire company. Right. This was like Daniel Bryan finally giving an opportunity to really showcase who he is and. Like as like as a heel as whatever talent he has, right, and he was right. just making the best out of it. Well, this is just you like, fast forward to him, you know, having becoming who he is, becoming how loved he is as a singles performer, and yeah. then for him to go back to this just reiterates my point that it's just a it's a digression of Daniel Bryan's character. It's just it's just like when DX came back, or you know, when any oh, the Vince love, loves Cox shirt. Yeah, yeah. What if, has, has anybody ever owned that shirt and just wear it in public? I think Have Vince you? does. Oh, no, I, you know what shirt I want is the old oh, AP, the old APA shirt. Always pounding ass. Yep. 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 That's what I want. Uh, but f- <laughs> Vince loves Cox. Like what? God damn it. Settle a million dollars. I mean, hey, big props to you, like signing off on a shirt like that makes fun of you. Like, yeah. you know, self-deprecation is always a little. There's there's benefits toward it, but then you sell a shirt that. Okay, whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever. Um, and Kane does apologize. Kane yeah, apologizes. He's sorry, whatever. Says, hey, dude, I'm sorry. My bad. My bad for decapitating a squirrel and sending it to your house. Uh, next up, we have AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, versus Aiden English. Um, kind of AJ kind of cuts a promo before the match. Yeah. Um, I didn't really pay attention to this. It was like him just saying, "I'll beat Rusev at you know Extreme Rules coming yeah. up." Um, out comes Rusev and Aiden English. Rusev cuts a promo to you know why you know why he'll win. Um, but I did think it was really funny. The match, the the bell rings, and Rusev gets back on my. He goes, "Oh hey AJ, I forgot to tell you." Kind of to kind of get his attention. Aiden attacks, and Rusev's like, "Oh yeah, never mind." Yeah, never mind. Sorry. Um, yeah, this was it was a pretty short match though. AJ wins by the calf crusher. It was a time filler. It was it's a filler just like this feud. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It, I mean, it could be a good match though. They have it. You know, it's not a horrible build. It can't. I mean, I just think it's just too little, too late for Rusev. 
honestly. Well, it's you know, yeah, but they're not putting the title on him. They're definitely not putting the title and on him. This is actually then, how you get over the Rusev Day thing. I what this is what I've paid I thought the other night is that if you put him into like super heel territory to where he's like trying to take but they're out not doing AJ, that but even like the other night the rusev day chance kind of came down it totally when, did when he was attacking yeah yeah that and that's what they're trying to get past and we have to get past but that. then just imagine if you've done the imagine if you did this i like i don't want to sound ungr- no you know what screw it like imagine if they did this like after you're know, like as his post wrestlemania feud you know how like red that dude was super red hot in that fatal four-way for wrestlemania right like Compare the Rusev Day, Rusev Day reactions. But they still had the like six months prior. I mean, they didn't have to. Like they could, Shinsuke could have lost, and he could have like, you know, not turned heel. I don't know. See, then you have to like go back and rework everything else. You can't just like throw Rusev in there, and then he would have lost. I mean, it would have been better than whatever Rusev was doing at that time, which I don't even remember. Uh, you would, you, no, English, you could have just built up. You could have built up Rusev like way better leading oh, yeah. up to this. Yeah, no, and, and they didn't, and he, they, and then the audience knew that. The audience knew his. The audience knew that he wasn't going to go get the at this point in his career. So like, okay, look, there's we're wasting our time rooting for this guy because we just know it's not going to happen. And then as soon as that happens. Like and then so no and then his reactions just got like lower and lower and lower and then they give him the title they give him a title shot and it's still lower when it really could have been way larger than it than you know it potentially had. I absolutely agree with you, but with what the the cards have been dealt, I don't think they could have built his character up even more within the past couple of weeks. It's just super filler and it's it's unfortunate. It's gonna but be a good match. I, I don't think so. it's gonna be. It's I don't think it's gonna go past really? twelve minutes. It well, definitely won't go on last. No, it'll be it'll be Bobby Reigns versus uh, Roman, Roman Lashley. Lashley. Yeah, Roman Lashley. Bobby Reigns versus Roman Lashley. Um, yeah, it, I mean it, it is a filler until whatever AJ has next. And so. yeah, what do you have next? I mean, since Daniel Bryan's all Matt Hardy, I don't but know. then you got like I'm Daniel kidding. Bryan all being with. I'm assuming Team Hell No lasts way into SummerSlam. Oh, maybe Kane goes after the title. Kane, but who? You really can't. I mean, Shinsuke again. Well, he, no, he's, but, he's, yeah, he's Randy Orton. Randy Orton is gonna come back. <laughs> I already see the look in your face. What, what if shock the system? No, no, <laughs> no. I feel like we do this a lot. Whenever we like think, like whenever we think about a we wrestler, start singing about and just singing their theme song. They're like, no, go. But yeah, Rusev Day and AJ Styles. That's a match. Extreme rules. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Uh, next up, we have um, oh the Iconics iPhone promo. Did you see that video of, of them of Triple H telling him they're getting called up? No. Yeah. Is it's it just, um, it's you know it's about what you expect from people who work in NXT getting called up. You know they get uh, kind oh of they, they get teary eyed. That's really yeah. awesome. Good for them. Yeah. Um, their promos are starting to get a little. They have a ride along. That's I think that's how I found. That's okay. how that footage surfaced. Nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was also listening to another wrestling podcast, post wrestling, uh, where they were doing their uh, SmackDown review, and <laughs> I think like one of the hosts, he said, um, "Iconics is pretty much the Bushwhackers turned into pretty ladies." Yeah, I mean <laughs> they're both Australian. They're both like over the top. Like they should, they might as well. Can you imagine the Iconics entering the same way? That's a yeah. That's a they very, start licking they're kids. Completely de- yeah, that'd Man, be. If, I mean, if Iconics start licking random audience members, I don't like, know how I'd feel about uh, that. Yeah, yeah, I'd be like, um, uh, are you, hey, don't don't take off your pants, Corey. Stop I it. Can get out of here for a second. Okay. Uh, 
No, uh, the iconic. At least they had a little bit. They had a little bit more aggression. I think. I feel okay. like in their promo last night. The Bushwhackers are in two K. I'm, I'm now. I'm just like thinking the new about two K nineteen. No, two K eighteen. Oh yeah. I feel like I'm just gonna. But then I'll, I'm, I'll put I'm the just gonna put, on. No, I'm just gonna put a create an entrance and just have, give the iconics the Bushwhackers are, entrance where they just walk with their. Oh, arms. they are in the game, right? The girls. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, the next up, we have Carmella and James Ellsworth backstage. You know, Carmella kind of ripping James Ellsworth to shreds over the loss of the, well, not the loss of the match, the double count out. Yep. Um, and Paige, Paige here, yeah. Paige walks up and uh, gives tells Ellsworth she's going to give him everything she wants. Every female roster member of the SmackDown Live, it's women's roster. I already said that. Um, next week in a lumber, so is it lumberjack or lumberjill? It's a lumberjack match. It's a, not, don't get it twisted. I mean, because they've they've used the word lumberjill a lot too in the past. Eh. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they lumberjack match next week with all the women's roster. You know, around the whole ring, Ellsworth versus Oscar. So it'll probably break out into chaos, and then Ellsworth will get away somehow. And then two on one at the at Extreme Rules, and then Mella wins, retains the title. Cool. <laughs> come on have some sort of reaction say something i'm like there's there's nothing i've i feel like i've kind of just exhausted my my thoughts on that entire thing no. like like five minutes ago uh next up we have becky lynch versus peyton royce which is i mean like eh, it was a match it's a bit this uh this this program between the two um is getting a little bit little, getting a little bit long in the tooth and you it makes you feel like they're building something to becky lynch yeah, but then what? Carmella against Carmella or Oscar? Yeah, mean, an Oscar Becky match. Would, if it's if it's Oscar and Becky, they're just feeding Becky to Oscar. No, they're feeding Oscar. They're feeding Carmella to Oscar. She wins, and then she faces Becky. Right, and just a, Becky a, a would lose. crap tons more lucrative. Becky wouldn't. I don't think Becky can beat. I mean, Oscar. you okay? Look, you can you can always build somebody up just for them to freaking lose in a title match. I mean, look mm. look at freaking Oscar. <laughs> Look at right. Look at Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> but the, these are all like people. You, like I think you were just saying that like were how they're being built like improperly. You can, I I don't think if you build up. I'll just say this as of right now. If you're building up to Becky for her to lose mm-hmm. against Oscar, I she'd be okay. It, she'd be she'd be just fine. Yeah. Becky's that kind of person. Yeah. Becky's that kind of superstar where she can take a loss Something like, like the this. Daniel Bryan level. Dan, not necessarily. She's not lighting the world on fire. But she is a good, she is a good hand. She's in the ring. She's hot fire, right? Is that what mm-hmm. they call her? Probably something like that. Hot fire or something. I don't know. She spit hot fire. She's uh, like Dylan. Uh, basically, yeah. Becky wins with the disarmor um, submission. Yeah. Next up, we have uh, the Shinsuke Nakamura iPhone promo, which looked like the middle of his hotel room um, in his complete gear. Um, basically, just going on and saying, you know, how he's going to take Jeff Hardy's title like Extreme Rules. And uh, he, he th- ends the promo. Arr! Yeah. He ends it with a dog bite. You know, because as you may know, he's been off the shelf for about two weeks due to a Bakersfield canine unit dog biting him in the leg. Yeah. Listen to our report in the news news show a couple weeks ago, you know, yeah. it was last week. Right? Yeah, we were on this. We were we uh, were on we the scene. Extensive. Coverage. We went to Bakersfield and we interviewed every police officer. We had the the real police report here, too. Yeah. And each and we interviewed every dog, too. Like, yeah. You know, it was really crazy. Cooper, what is your what is your uh, take on the Shinsuke Nakamura? Uh, story? Uh, <laughs> Skittles didn't really believe that the dog did it. 
that the, that the dog that, that was accused did it. Skittles yeah. really thought that but, the dog. But Titan wasn't. said otherwise, so there were conflicting reports between Titan and Skittles. And then Mad Dog Moon was there, and he was no, I don't know. And was then Max the Moon, the wrestler. <laughs> and then Glacier, for some reason, was fucking there. We're just saying random stuff now. Now we're just saying words. Yeah. And they make sounds, and they sound sexy. Next up, we have our main event, Team Hell No versus the Usos. Yeah, feel that that energy through the microphone, guys. I would have been more excited if... Like, and that, and this, again, it's a good I, match. I, I like, so, like, yes, it is a good match, and I respect Kane. Hall of Fame. Hall of, a surefire Hall of Fame. Yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah. It's just my excitement levels for any match. My excitement levels... No. Had Kane... Had it been anyone but Kane, I would have been super excited because I feel like a Daniel Bryan Uso's you know match i mean they've wrestled before but then right they're both very talented you would think a very talented a very work rate filled match would happen but it's yeah. just another smackdown main event where yeah. i just didn't care and i honestly thought usos were going to win this and thought this would be a triple threat just so bludgeon brothers can pin the usos and have the hell no build hell no to bludgeon brothers at a later date but i don't know what i, I thought it would i i kind of thought it'd be somewhat of the same thing but with usos going over with like chicane maybe taking out the bludgeon brothers yeah. and then and like then here's the thing like okay look if and like you start you start thinking about like okay bludgeon brothers win against team hell no does this create a feud between daniel bryan and kane like that would be terrible but you have Team Hell No win no. against the... No, you would win... Team Hell No would go over the Bludgeon Brothers, and then what? You have Team Hell No going into SummerSlam with the tag titles defending it? Like, no, Daniel Bryan is above that. Like, don't put Daniel Bryan in your second biggest pay-per-view Daniel in a Bryan's tag team not match. above anything in WWE. Shut up. I'm, um, just, I'm just saying, like, it's just... Like he said, he's extremely grateful for, like, where he is and what he's doing, you know? And To his detriment. To yeah. his detriment. Mm. 1,000%. He's just happy to be there, and like it's, I I honestly believe it's good to have an hey ego. Man, he's probably honestly. paid more there than anywhere else, and he probably he knows. doesn't care about that though. He is notoriously well known. He's notorious not for him, for but like for his super- child to support his family. Yeah, but then he has, but then he made he's made a lot of money down the road. He made a lot of money like while he was there. Right. Like he's a very notorious like he's you know, frugal. scrimper. He's frugal. He's frugal. He doesn't ask for much, and he's right. and I'm sure he's gonna, I'm sure Brie agrees with that. I mean, she married him for fuck's sake because of that, mm-hmm. and he's and I'm sure he's gonna raise like he's gonna raise Birdie that way as well. Like Birdie, he's not he's not a very Daniel Bryan is not a very demanding individual, and I feel like. That's and as a, and for him to be a wrestler with that mentality, he, will, he would go. He he would he can only go so far. But that's the thing is that good things happen to people like well, that. Be, and because the audience because like the audience willed that into existence. Yeah, I mean he, you can't. I I don't feel like you could just throw him automatically back in the title picture, especially with this whole like. Last you time. definitely could automatically throw no, him back because he when he the Earth moved as soon like the the entire world moved when Daniel Bryan announced that he was medically cleared to come out of right, retirement. Absolutely. And he became but the how, number one baby face. How long of was that he company? out for? And they started the story of that he's for two not, years. He's not ready. He even said he goes, I'm not ready and this is gonna be a long road that I have to go through to get to this title, to I get mean, to what I want to be. So this is gonna be a long, drawn out thing that he's at least trying to have some sort of like And you <laughs> Yep, and then it's a long journey road and then included with a with with him Forming with Kane, that's a that's a surefire journey to the world title picture. I I bet you I I will put down a hundred bucks a year from now that he will be a world champion, 
And he's uh, definitely going to, I mean, okay, anything so can he's definitely, anything yeah, yeah, he's definitely, definitely de- dude, there's, there's so much that can happen between now and anywhere. But what anytime. did happen was the bludgeon brothers came out after, Oh, pretty much what happened was it's Kane, um, was on the ground about to receive the double splash from the Usos. They came down and all of a sudden he grabs them both by the throat as he was on the ground, double choke slam one, two, three. And then the bludgeon brothers came out and awkwardly stood there. Because they didn't have enough time for anything else. Yeah, so they just had this really awkward stare down and fade to black. It was like seven oh one when they entered, and it was like, oh wait, we need to we need to wrap it up. Don't say anything. Yeah, um, yeah, they awkwardly stood there, and it was what it was. Yep. So that was SmackDown, guys. Um, Again, a very transitional show for a very for a transitional period for a transitional pay per view. So I'm taking it you wouldn't go out of your way to watch SmackDown. No, pick and choose. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say. You wouldn't even pick. Just and skip choose. this. Just skip this. Just skip the whole episode. Wow. Just listen to our review. It's fine. That's all you need. Really, that's that's how I like before this podcast. That's how I mostly digested like a good year, in, in on WWE. A uh, podcast. Yeah, just like I just listen to the podcast, read the results, go on Twitter, see like see the gifts that get uploaded seconds after. I'll be honest, there was and the YouTube, and then the shit that gets uploaded to YouTube also. No, no, yeah, there was a good point of my life, like I would say between like 2012 to like 2015, right before the WrestleMania came to San Francisco, to where I was just okay. Let me just look online and see what happened on Raw. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I wouldn't even like watch it i would just but i would have to at least see what happened makes you think why did we start a wrestling podcast in the first place because our love and determination was <laughs> ignited by the fire that burns with inside us you know and yeah and totally not just a suggestion for programs in a city college radio show what that's oh. how that's how the show this is how, well, that's yeah. how the show started but yeah no i know what you mean but i know my pro Stuff, wrestling, things evolve ideas yeah, evolve yeah. and my pro wrestling love was reignited a good year before we started this podcast so mm-hmm. you know i was already kind of on the trajectory of even just speculating whether i was going to go into the wrestling game or whatever uh, i feel like this is a story for another podcast you know what this is Corey smith here oh my God. with this american wrestling yeah. podcast now i have to hold the mic because i took it out and i'm holding it and if you put it back in the it's gonna entire make... podcast explode see it makes that noise guys you hear that it's horrible Ooh. Uh, but, you know, guys, before we get out of here, we do have one birthday to get into, birthday wishes to give out, because we haven't had a whole lot of birthday wishes lately. Mm. Apparently, nobody was born in the early Julys, but today, we celebrate the 58th birthday of one, Barry Windham of WCW. He's oh, dead. wow, yeah. he's re- Man, Barry Windham, you go watch his matches. Like, he wrestles like any like a wrestler in 2018, but he just happens to be in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. He's very much like the work weight he does, work work rate, that work. level he is. War Raiders. He's very much ahead of his time. Yeah. Barry Windham's a really good wrestler. Hey, man, go watch Happy the, birthday, Barry Windham. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I hope you have... A, it, he has a 4th of July birthday. Wow, he has a very American birthday every mm, year. Born on the 4th of July. Isn't that a movie? Tom Cruise. What about Born on the 4th of July too? <laughs> born on the 5th of July. <laughs> and Born on the 4th of July 3. It's just the following year. Guys, let's get out of here. We're starting to doze off over here. Me and starting Michael, to? Me and Michael need to go take a nap. Michael, get into bed. Let's cozy up real quick. No, I think my my bus is coming in like five minutes. Doors locked already. Sorry, bro. All right, we got to get out of here. Guys, for City Wrestling Radio, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. And we will see you tomorrow, or maybe I will see you tomorrow. You know what? On Friday, we're going to have some special guests in the studio for the new news show. So, guys, 
keep an ear out for that to find out who that is. Special, special, special guest. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. And yeah, happy Fourth of July. And like we said before, if you're not here or not celebrating, happy day. And uh, make sure you catch the Lex Express going around. Okay, we need to talk about the Lex Express now. You want to just talk about the Lex Express? Did, did he really travel on that fucking bus? It's a, it was literally a presidential campaign to for a world title shot at Yokozuna at SummerSlam. Right. And, yeah. then, and, and he'll be your hero. And then he, because uh, he suplexed. I remember him suplexing Yokozuna. On no, the, like it was a, it was a con- so Yokozuna. He held a contest. Him and Mr. Fuji held a contest. On like um, a, on I was a, like, who could body in the USS Intrepid? Okay, and um, you know, who could that. body slam Yokozuna? And so you know, and <laughs> <laughs> we love America. Da, 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 so, da, da, da. Yeah, I mean, I that's all I can really. I will body slam you. It was pretty much just. It really was just a presidential campaign to become I WWE. I am skinnier than any other man now. I mean, they wanted they wanted Lex Luger to be the next Hulk Hogan, pretty much. Yeah, and that then, was it. And, and he just didn't get over. And he, he beat Hoko, Yokozuna by, via countout because they believed they could build this up to WrestleMania, and he just couldn't like he couldn't gain any traction through. He he couldn't gain any momentum coming off the SummerSlam victory because he won by countout, which kind of just like stalled. And then he like everyone came out like held him up like he won the damn title. He's like. He's like, yeah, I won. It's Woo! a very hallow. It was a very hallow thing in the audience. It was so weird. And the audience, no, and you can tell, like the on everybody saw through that, and that's why he couldn't get over in time for WrestleMania ten because you know Bret Hart became Bret Hart. <sighs> Remember him in the NWO when he would just tuck his shirt in all the time? Didn't everybody? Everybody in the took because everybody <laughs> took their shirt in because they wanted to show off their fanny packs. <laughs> We're fucking. They're just like cool old dads, aren't they? The NWO. It was a style at the time. Uh, with a ponytail everyone wanted to look like mongo mcmichael that's actually a good halloween costume and do that i'm gonna get the ponytail the the fan the, the leather fanny pack yeah. the nwo shirt tucked in with a belt anyway Dad that jeans. is that's that has been your lex luger minute your overrun <laughs> we should do a lex luger minute every episode now yeah all right guys for city wrestling radio i'm Corey smith i'm michael vergara and we will see you tomorrow Take care. <laughs>